Hello, hello, iTap Online community. Welcome to another episode of the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance Podcast, brought to you by your source for online tap dance education, itaponline.com. My name is Hilary Marie. I am your host, and I'm here to support you with quick and easy access to new knowledge and fresh inspiration. And you guys, right about now, I think... That's what we really all need right now. (laughs) We need quick and easy access to the information that we need. Today is March 20th, 2020. And, you know, we are all very, very deep into the effects of the coronavirus. You know, out by me in New Jersey, it's only been about one week since schools have shut down. You know, things have spiraled very, very quickly. And you know, it's, it's getting intense and it's getting, you know, pretty crazy out there. So first off, I I start this off by saying, I hope that you are well. I hope that you are safe. I hope that you are healthy and I hope that you are staying inside as well. So today's episode, I'm going to share excerpts with you from a webinar that I did a few days ago on St. Patrick's Day. So this webinar was called How to Get Your Dance Classes Online. So I thought that this would be very useful for you guys in the Lost in the Shuffle Tap Dance podcast as a replay of this webinar Please keep in mind that this was a webinar where people were submitting questions to me uh, through a chat box, so I am reading those off and responding to them, so you will hear me speaking directly to people uh, through Zoom, because that's the platform that we were using for that webinar. So it is my greatest hope that this webinar gives you everything that you need as a dance teacher, as a dance studio owner, you know, to keep your arts education offerings continuous at this time. So my doors at Gruz Unlimited Dance Studio, we closed immediately alongside with the schools and it took us one week from the time of closure to get everything up and running online. It was crazy. It was intense. It has been nothing but, you know, 12 plus hour days, you know, 10 hour filming days, followed by many, many hours of editing videos, uh, building the website, all of this crazy stuff. And I have to say first and foremost that it would not be possible without uh, the amazing members of my team, of Team Grooves, so and the ITAP team as well. So together we have all you know, given our heart and soul to continuing our Groovers uh, dance education online. So I hope this webinar gives you everything that you need. I also want to give you a friendly reminder that, you know, itaponline.com has been running for many years now. So it is filled with online resources for tap dancers, for tap teachers. I have over a hundred videos on tap dance technique, on historical choreography breakdowns, improvisation exercises, tap dance games, and so much more. ITAP family members also have direct access to me twice a month. We do live face-to-face calls and it's great. You know, I love supporting these amazing tap dancers and tap teachers and studio owners from afar. And if there's any time that we really need the support of each other, it is now. And I would love the opportunity to, you know, continue supporting you in your tap dance journey as best I can, you guys. So I wish you all the best. Go ahead and check out this webinar and I will catch you soon.
All right, you guys, here we go. This webinar is going to be uh, no more than one hour um, because that is all I have available right now because we are actively, actively working on finalizing the launch of our Gurus Unlimited Online Learning Studio. And so I do not have more than one hour. So up till noon. Next is, I have to give you guys a heads up. I know so many of you have been a part of my webinars before, and typically I have a beautiful slide deck for you and an entire presentation ready, and that's not what this is going to be. Instead, I've got notes, and I'm going to be reading off of here, and I will be taking questions. So I know it's not what it typically looks like, but this is where we're at, you guys. This is what it is, you know. So real quick, my name is Hillary Marie. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Hillary Marie. I am a touring tap dance artist. I am a touring tap dance soloist. I travel the world performing and teaching, but I am also a dance studio owner. I co-own Grooves Unlimited Dance Studio in Livingston, New Jersey. We offer the highest quality hip hop and tap dance in the North Jersey area. So this studio, it serves over 300 families per week in a children team program and an adults program. So I've got the studio ownership hat on, I've got the touring freelancer hat on, and I also run itaponline.com. itaponline is your online source for tap dance education. I started itaponline back in 2016. So I have been doing online education for the last four years, and I have acquired so much knowledge, so much experience and expertise that I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys today because we need it, you guys. This is a time for sharing information, sharing support. I love the dance community. And actually, I know I also have some martial arts studio owners on here too, because I also train in martial arts. So I love all of these communities, any artistic community out there, any education community out there. I have nothing but love for all of you. And I am here to support you. And I'm here to let you guys know that we got this. I'm going to start it off right there. We've got this. All right. So if you're excited, type in the chat box and let me know. Say, we got this. If you think you got this, I believe in you. I know that we can do this as a community. We have a very unique opportunity available to us right now. I was just speaking to my team this morning and some of my mastermind group friends. The truth and reality of this situation, you guys, is that we are arts educators. We are child arts educators, many of us adult arts educators as well. And the truth and reality is that we are experts with education and the entire education system is now shifting to online. Parents do not know what to do. These, you know, parents are, are accustomed to sending their children off for the day, having after school activities for them. And now these kids are home all day. They need us. They need our help. They need our support. They need us to show up and let them know that this is going to be okay and that this is going to be cool and that while this is happening, their child can experience a sense of normalcy. And again, all of the stuff I'm going to discuss also applies to adult programs as well. All right. So a, a quick list of things that we're going to be discussing today. We're going to be discussing all of the different options for getting your classes online. Again, if you are a dance studio owner or if you are a freelancer, I'm going to talk to you about all of the different options to get going online so that you can make the choice that is best for you. 
I really want to repeat that for you guys. This is all about giving you what you need today so that you can make the choice that is best for you. When I made my choice for how we were going to move forward um, with online learning for the studio, I'll be very honest with you. I immediately logged off of Facebook and I, and I got out of the groups and I stopped looking at everybody else because there's, there's no second guessing. I needed to trust my instinct. I needed to trust my four years of online arts education background. I needed to trust my eight years of studio ownership background, and I needed to trust my gut and my heart. So you all need to just went, gather the information you need, learn everything that you need and that you can, and then cut it off. Cut it off, commit to your decision, and you move forward without second guessing yourself. There's no room for that. We are in uncharted territory and we don't have space for that. So commit to yourself and you will know what is best for you and your students. So here we go. Let's get started. All right. Your options are to stream or do pre-recorded content. These are the two options for online learning. So if you're feeling like, oh, there's so many different options, there's so many different platforms. The reality is two options, stream or go pre-recorded. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about streaming first. Go ahead and type in the chat box and let me know if you are currently considering streaming your content. All right, so streaming looks like this. It means running classes on a platform like Zoom, Google Hangouts, Loom, or Facebook Live, okay? So those are that, that's what streaming looks like. Now here are the benefits of streaming. The benefit of streaming is that you can do it immediately. You can get this going today. You can get this going tonight. It is like this. You can set it up very, very quickly and get yourself going. The other benefit of streaming is that you can maintain your current schedule of classes, which gives dancers a sense of normalcy. It's, it's regular, right? You dance at Monday on Mondays at four o'clock, you stream Mondays at four o'clock. However, I need to just point this out because I know that a lot of people are promoting that this is the, the best part about stream. Well, not the best part, but one of the best parts about streaming is that you can maintain your current schedule of classes. As a studio owner, I have to give you guys a heads up that you will not be maintaining your income. You will not be maintaining 100% revenue of what is coming in right now. That is a reality. We all have to expect to absorb loss. So if your operating costs at your studio are not changing and you continue to pay your team to teach every single hour of every single week that they were paying before, but your families are not necessarily paying uh, all, you know, being a part of this, then that is a challenge. So that is something that you have to consider. All right, so next is the other benefit of streaming is that your students get to interact with you live. This is the best part. This is the best part of the whole entire thing is that they get to interact with you live. So they, they, need, they need to see you. They really do. They need to see you at some point and you need to be able to interact with them. You wanna be able to give them corrections. You wanna be able to support them, right? So these are the benefits of streaming. Okay. Next, I'm going to go ahead and talk about the challenges of streaming. The challenges of streaming include technology glitches. All right. For example, poor internet connection. All it takes is the one instructor who is running this 
you know, this Monday four o'clock class live stream to have poor internet connection coming in and out. And now you have problems. And we really want to provide families with a very seamless and comfortable experience. The next is that you can just have streaming issues. It could be that your family, not your internet, maybe your internet is fine, but it's your family's internet that is no good. And that starts glitching. And they say, wait, why am I, why can't I access this stuff? It's not easy right now. And then they choose to drop. Another issue could be platform overwhelm. Every single person is going to be online right now. I mean, it's my greatest hope we're not gonna all break the internet, right? But there is a very strong possibility that these platforms are going to get overwhelmed. Of course, they're doing everything that they can to bump up their servers, I am certain of it. But you have to anticipate potential challenges. Another issue that a lot of people are running into are sound limiters, okay? Um, if you are playing music on your laptop, for example, while running Zoom, and you as the teacher, you back up, you turn that music up very loud for you, it'll actually cut the sound of your program in a lot of different programs. And so then your teacher turns it all the way down, and then you back up, and now your teacher can't hear it. And so that is a challenge that a lot of people are currently facing. Let's see, another challenge of streaming is that it is not as easy for your families. They have to find the link, they have to log in, they have to learn how to use Zoom or how to use Google Hangouts. So it does require a little bit more training and they just might not wanna put in that energy and effort. So there is a possibility of that that needs to be considered. Another thing is that you have to consider what to do if someone missed a class. So with Zoom, and I do see this is coming into the chat box, you can record a class so that people can watch it back if they missed out. So you have to decide for yourself if they missed the class, are you recording it and are you sending it out? If so, how are you sending it out? Are you uploading these files to Google Drive? That, to, that sounds like then people could be potentially downloading them. You could set them for view only. Um, you could choose to embed them on your website instead. That's a great way to protect your information. So that's an extra step that is going to have to be considered. Not everybody is going to be present live and you're going to need to capture it and then you're gonna need to upload it. Next is if you just, uh, oh, nope, already did that. If you decide, so how are we sending it out? Okay, next is are your teachers strong enough to teach on camera live? That's a real question that you have to ask yourself as a studio owner. Being on camera is an entirely different world, whether it's recorded or whether it's live, it is different and it is hard, all right? So as a studio owner, you have to ask yourself if you are comfortable having your teachers go live and that is up to you. You know your teachers, you know your team, and you know what is best. Additionally, like I've said, we are in uncharted territory. It's not a time for judgment, right? We're, we're all going to do the best that we can to put out the information that we have. So just things to consider. So as a dance studio owner, you have to decide if you are comfortable having your teachers uh, teach live. Next is where are you going to stream from? If there is a true shutdown, you guys, and your teachers cannot come to the studio or you, I know I'm talking to a lot of freelancers right now, where are they working from? 
So we have been doing all of our content at Grooves Unlimited in the studio, but I literally just sent my team an email this morning and I said, I need to know what equipment you have at home. I need to know if you have a laptop, camera, microphone, editing software. I need to know everything that you have. And I also want to see an empty space in your studio. I need you to stage this and I need you to stage it now. And I asked them to send me photos of it. So, you know, I want to, I want it free of clutter. I want it free of family members. I don't want people walking in and out. Now we are not there yet in New Jersey. In New Jersey, we are on a recommended curfew. Today is uh, Tuesday, March 17th, and it's about 11.15 a.m. here in New Jersey. We are on a suggested curfew, not a mandated curfew of 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. However, I do have friends throughout the U.S. who are already in mandatory bylaw quarantine where, you know, it is a misdemeanor for them to leave their house. So I am preparing um, for it to get there. And in the event that that happens, you know, we're going to continue uh, getting all of our content in studio right now for the time being. It is my goal to get at least six weeks of content as soon as possible in the studio. And then we, uh, you know, if we have to move to streaming from home or recording from home, then we will take that step. But regardless, if you are streaming and things get shut down and you are not able to go into the studio, start considering now where you are going to do this later. All right, next are tips for streaming. Here we go. I'm just gonna check the chat box here real quick. Let's see, Kathy says she's doing Zoom and saving to the cloud and sharing the link with each class. Donna says on Zoom, you can only record if you pay. The free version, you cannot. Miranda says, we are in week two of Italian lockdown, which happened overnight with no warning. I'm having to make do with what I've got. Absolutely, Miranda, that's the reality of this. Christine says, I have used Zoom, but what do you recommend if you have multiple classes going on at once? All right, so Christine, I, uh, it really depends on your studio and the sound capabilities. And actually, is that Christine Smith? I know your studio. You can have teachers in different uh, rooms running they're running their camera, you know, running their live stream just with volume very low. You should be able to do that in your studio. Um, but you do have to consider that if people are not able, if we're no longer able to leave our homes, uh, what I would then suggest for you is multiple Zoom accounts. You're going to have multiple Zoom accounts. And another thing that you can consider, Christine, is a, a truncated or an adjusted schedule. Again, like I said before, your revenue is not going to match the schedule that you used to run. So try and find the different ways that you can consolidate it. Okay. So yes, you would have to potentially consider buying more than one Zoom service. Next, um, Lori says, can you stream more than one class at a time? Just answered that for Christine as well. All right, great. So let's go ahead and I'm going to give you guys tips and tricks for live streaming. Here we go. If you live stream... You're going to want to connect directly to your modem with a cable rather than via Wi-Fi. Go old school, my friends. Connect with a cable to your modem. Next is you're going to want to get good equipment. HD camera with autofocus, if possible. Now, if you are a dance studio that is very comfortable with technology, start buying equipment. I know I promised in this webinar that I was going to talk about the entire spectrum, people who have no technology experience all the way to people who have extreme technological experience, who can provide a very impressive and over-the-top experience. 
let me just clarify real quick also. I know a lot of you are starting to compare yourself to places like CLI Studios. Don't go there. Be kind to yourself. Do what you can do. Make do with what you are capable of doing. If you are a dance studio that has the funds and the team available, then I highly recommend that you start buying up some of the equipment that you need. And that is gonna be something that I cover here. I will discuss all of the equipment that you need, all right? Next is test your platform before you use it. If you have never done a Facebook Live, don't wait until your Monday 4 o'clock p.m. class to go Facebook Live. You need to start testing your platforms before you go live, okay? Let me see here. We, uh, Berkeley says we're adjusting our schedule, uh, perfect to accommodate teachers and students. And somebody here said, getting the impression that streaming is not for technologically challenged people like myself is pre-recording easier. It is, and Donna says it's not that hard, for real, it's not. And guys, I'm going to go over the benefits and the challenges of streaming and pre-recorded content. So you're gonna be able to, by the end of this webinar, you are going to be able to make the decision that is best for you. No matter what happens though, technology is happening. There is no way to be online without technology, so you just have to choose which way you're going. Do you wanna go this way or do you wanna go that way? Which one you feel more comfortable learning and moving forward with? All right, my next tip and trick is make sure you have a second person logged in just in case you get booted off. For example, you can see here on this webinar that I am live here, but David, our ITAP Online Project Manager, is also hosting this webinar with me. In the event that one of us gets kicked off the internet, then it doesn't get shut down. So that's something that you definitely want to do. Everybody go ahead and say hello to David in the chat box. He is like the hidden hero of ITAP Online. You guys just, you, you never see him, but he really keeps it all together. I got a lot of gratitude and thanks for you, David. I really, really do. All right, next is give very thorough explanations to students on how to access their class time. Remember, one of the challenges of streaming is that it is not easy, okay? It's not, uh, sorry, let me clarify. It's not easy for families to access right away. It is easy. They just need to learn. Just like you guys came to this Zoom webinar, I, I emailed you a link and you said, oh, okay, let me click this link. Oh, what's this Zoom thing? Okay, let me go in. Oh, oh, there's a chat box. Let me find that. So it is easy, but it can just scare people off a little bit if they've never used a platform like this before. So what you want to do if you choose to live stream is make it very easy. Give them very specific instructions. Guys, on Monday at four o'clock PM, you're going to click this link. And when you click this link, this is going to pop up. And after this pops up, this is what you do. Make it very short and very simple. And my last uh, tip and trick for streaming is be prepared for people to join late, okay? Webinars are, you know, they're supposed to start, you know, on time and they don't, you know, they, people start pouring in. If your four o'clock PM class start at four o'clock PM, everybody's coming in at 4.02, 4.05, 4.06. So just be prepared. They're gonna be coming in late and that's not a problem. All right. Before I move on to pre-recorded content, do you have any questions on streaming? And again, I'm getting to pre-recorded content. So anything that asks about, you know, is this way easier than this? I will not be answering those questions. I'm only going to answer questions specifically to live streaming before I move on. If you have a question, go ahead and type it in the chat box. 
Okay, he says, thanks, David. No different than classes. Tracy says, how do I avoid my taps canceling out the music for my viewers? So that is one of the challenges that we are facing with live streaming is that music is getting canceled out. If you are doing tap classes specifically, it is my greatest recommendation that you go acapella if you are live streaming. I know it's not as fun. I know it's not as exciting, but we are battling sound limiters. So if you have music playing and you're tap dancing, the audio gain from your feed will get cut if it is too loud. And what I'm finding from other people who are currently doing this is they are saying um, that if they, when they turn the music down low enough to not have it get cut, it's very, very difficult for them to hear. So it's actually very easy, for example, for preschool classes, right? For a preschool class, I could run a preschool class right here. I could say, okay, you guys, everybody reach, 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 get big, get big. And everybody wave your hands, wave. You know, I can do it from here with very soft music. I don't have to be all the way in the back. Uh, they don't have to see head to toe for live stream. But of course, for other dance styles, it's very important. You have to be head to toe. So it's possible that if you're coming across a lot of challenges with live streaming, pre-recorded content may be the way to go for you. Next is I want to do live in two studios at the same time. You will need two different Zoom accounts or Hangouts accounts or whatever. You'll need two different accounts to do that. And you're gonna to wanna to make sure that the sound is not bleeding between those two studios. Ginger says, how much space is required? Um, I, I think you're asking like how much space like on camera, not that much. You, you really don't need that much. Um, somebody here says, how do you have two hosts? That is something that you can look up on YouTube, on Zoom. And guys, I really want, you, want to encourage you guys as we're uh, going over technological humps here, jump into YouTube and type how to co-host webinar in Zoom, how to co-host meeting in Zoom, go straight to YouTube. If you, for whatever questions you have, it is so easy. You think that they don't have an answer to this question, but they do. It, even no matter how specific it is, you can absolutely jump in and get what you need there. The three options for streaming. We've got Zoom, Google Hangouts, Facebook Live, and I think it's called Loom. Next is, what is your preferred platform to stream? I like Zoom, um, but the reason that I like Zoom is because I am accustomed to it. So I have a 99-day ITAP online teacher training program for TAP teachers, and we do everything on Zoom. So over the years, I've gotten very comfortable using Zoom. And I also use Zoom for the different webinars that I do for iTap Online, like Top 5 Secrets to a Thriving Tap Dance Program. So I like Zoom simply because I am comfortable with it. At this point, from what I can tell, they're all very similar. You just have to choose the price point that works for you and the platform that you are more comfortable with. Next is how do you charge for live streaming classes? If you are a dance studio, the goal would be to maintain the same monthly tuition payments and to give them equal value, if not greater value than what they were receiving in the studio. So you would keep that the same. But in terms of charging for classes for as a freelancer, you know, you set your prices yourself. You can choose to PayPal. You can choose to Venmo. That's really up to you. But you're going to have to collect money electronically. Do not collect cash or checks in the mail. 
Next is I keep seeing people say that insurance companies are saying no to online streaming. So I called DFL Dean this morning and they said it was fine. That depends on your insurance carrier. That depends again on your insurance carrier. You also need to have a disclaimer of some sort to protect yourself. I had a call with my lawyer the other day. We discussed that disclaimer and that is a discussion that you can also have with your lawyer um, to find the appropriate wording for yourself and also check in with your insurance company. They can provide you with boiler templates for this. All you have to do is ask. Next, is the equipment the same for live stream as pre-recorded? No, the equipment is different. Next, I agree, acapella is the way to go. Yes, for tap teachers, acapella, make your life easier, you guys, really. Don't, don't, don't fight the music. Let's, let's deliver quality tap education, um, and acapella is great. Next, do you have a recommended pre-recording? I will be answering pre-recording questions next. I'm gonna go through pre-recording. We are only discussing live streaming for now. Someone said, I taught in socks last night once I realized the taps were creating issues, but still, I mean, rhythms, love them. Listen, get creative, you guys. All of my music videos that I produce are in leather-soled tap shoes. They do not have taps on them. So, you know, the, the truth is that the history of tap dance they, they didn't have taps on their shoes until they had taps on their shoes, so not a problem. What if you play music from another device other than the computer you are streaming from? You can do that, but if it, again, if it is too loud, it is going to limit you. Can students record themselves live too? I'm not certain of that. David, if you can answer this question, go ahead in. I believe people can record when they're on Zoom with you. It depends on your settings. I'm not certain, but you can record a live stream. However, if you've got 10 different people who are in the class, your window might only show four of those 10. It depends on how you set your windows up. Can I explain the cable, cable to modem thing? That is for internet. You're going to take a cable, plug it into your computer, and you're going to put it directly into the box that runs your internet. And again, you can go on YouTube and you can say how to plug cable into modem for internet, and you'll be able to get some stuff for that. Next, how do we keep Facebook from muting our music? You don't. That is one huge challenge of uh, live streaming on Facebook they will copyright and shut your stuff down. So copyright is a challenge of Facebook. And for that reason, maybe pre-recorded content would be a better option. Next is, this is hard as our rec classes are attached to gym membership and we are shut down. You need to have a discussion with your gym owner, uh, studio owner, whoever. And again, if you are a teacher at a dance studio, take this information, bring it to your studio owner and let's come together. You don't have to do this by yourself. A lot of dance studio owners are overwhelmed. Some of them think they simply have to shut their doors and it's not necessarily true. So be, be the linchpin, as Seth Godin calls it. Be the person that brings this information to your studio owner. Take lead and you know save your dance studio and be a leader within your community. You have the ability to do that. Next, the cable modem, so I'll skip that. All right, so somebody says not every laptop or tablet has a port anymore. You can go online and you can uh, get converters. So go on Amazon and get some sort of a converter. David, can you please add that to the list of suggested stuff that were um, uh, equipment, list of suggested equipment? 
how are you interacting with your classes in a live class? So if you're in a live class, then you're teaching right here and it's just a little bit different. You have to, you, it's not about, you know, let me see you guys go one at a time. I don't necessarily recommend that. It can be, okay, you guys, show me, you know, show me your achapes, open and close, open and close. And then after you've demonstrated, walk forward, you'd be like, open and close. Avery, you're doing such a good job. Open and close. Look at you, Linda. I see you. Use their names. You, you will be able to see them. Let them know that they are there face to face. If it is smaller, then yes, you can go one at a time um, very easily. So there are many, many different ways that you can interact with your students live. All right, David says, no, people cannot record as a guest on the call. Only the host can record. However, the host may share a recording link immediately after the call very easily on Zoom. How do you do that with multiple rooms plugging into the modem? Mm. That could be a challenge of live streaming on multiple rooms. I don't know, David, if you have an idea or a suggestion for that, go ahead and type in, please. If you're, if you're running multiple rooms, I mean, then you're really relying on internet connection is the truth. But what you can do is, like I said before, have a secondary person who is on um, and co-hosting the webinar so that, you know, God forbid this person, the teacher gets kicked off, at least it's still running. And that person can say, we'll be right back with you guys. Give Miss Hillary a couple minutes. We're just connecting to the modem or something like that. How do you review each student's footwork and give feedback? So it depends on, that's up to you. You can have a Facebook group. We are doing a private Facebook group and I'm gonna be inviting everybody to share their content in the Facebook group and our team will be providing individual feedback and corrections to each student. So that is an option right there. There are so many different ways that you can stay connected in and provide them with that high quality education. Let me also clarify here, you guys, we are not looking for good enough education. This isn't let's do what we have to do to make money. That's not what this is about. This is about providing your students with the quality of education that they receive in the studio because they need us. They need a healthy activity right now. They need an artistic activity right now. They need a sense of normalcy and seeing their dance teacher on the internet is going to help them have that, all right? So we're not going for good enough here. We're going for quality and there's so many beautiful ways that you can interact with your students. Next is, can't you record, screen record on your iPhone? David can answer that question. If the modem option doesn't work for you, then go on Wi-Fi. It's just a suggestion, you guys. It's not something that you have to do. David just jumped in and also said, live streaming can be done via Wi-Fi. However, depending on the speed of your internet connection, avoid running more than two live streams at once. Your internet may not be able to handle multiple streams at once. Heather says, how many Facebook groups and one person per group have? Open a different one for each class. That is up to you. That's your decision. We are doing one uh, large uh, Groups Unlimited uh, Facebook group. So it is just one large group for the Facebook family. And you can also give families different ways to send you videos. If they wanna send you something private, they can upload it to Google Drive and they can send it to you. They can send it to the studio phone through WhatsApp. There's so many different ways that your students can submit information to you. And I think accountability assignments are really, really great. I really do. 
All right, I am moving away from live streaming and I'm going to discuss pre-recorded content. All right, so here's what pre-recorded content looks like. Going into the studio and filming and creating a website to host the videos on. All right. Benefits of pre-recorded content include it is very, very reliable, okay? It is easily accessible for families and it is a very straightforward process. You send them a link, they go in, they have access to their content. You can create weeks of content in one filming. So here at Grooves Unlimited, we are providing our families with new content every single week. We will be moving forward with their concert dances. They will be getting new technique every single week. So we are updating everything, but I was able to film, you know, with one teacher, I could film six weeks of content in eight hours of a filming day, for example. So it is beneficial for that. Next is you can edit as needed. You, the other thing to consider is that when you create pre-recorded content, you have valuable assets that you can use again in the future. I'll repeat that. You have valuable assets that you can use again in the future. The videos do not die. The videos last forever. Now, of course, with Zoom, with live streaming, if you capture those videos, those videos last forever as well, but you're not as likely to use them because you've got other, other kids, you know, in these videos and things like that. And so you're a little bit less likely to send those back out to people. So for example, we could use all of the material right now for a makeup class platform on a snow day cancellation. Who knows? The opportunities and options are endless, really. Next is uh, pre-recorded content is less susceptible to technology glitches unless the internet shuts down, all right? So there is no, I have weak Wi-Fi, can't access it. If your family's Wi-Fi, you know, the families at your studio, your students, if their Wi-Fi goes out, they can access it from their phone with data. Um, there are lots of different options. So with pre-recorded content, it is more reliable. Next is it is viewable at any time and it's a flexible schedule. So a lot of parents right now are working on setting individual schedules for their children. And they're saying, okay, at 9 a.m. we do this, at 9.15 we do this. Maybe at 9.45 is when they wanna have dance time because that's best for them before you know their child goes down for a nap later. So it's, it's a lot more flexible. They can choose when they dance. Next is that students can rewatch and that's great. They don't, they don't just watch it one time. And of course you can do that with pre-recorded Zoom videos, but we know that kids love watching videos again. They love going back and practicing and doing it more. So this really lends itself to that. All right, so now I'm gonna discuss the challenges of pre-recorded content. You do need more equipment. You need a camera, you need editing software, and we will go over equipment recommendations later. You will need someone involved who has experience with editing and managing websites. If you're a studio owner and that stresses you out, reach out to your team. Start asking what everybody is capable of. For all you know, somebody used to be a tech engineer or almost went to web design school. Start asking around and seeing what your team can do to contribute. If you are doing this on your own as a freelancer, you can take some time to research, you know, different ways that you want to put your videos online. Next is, it takes a lot of time, but, and there is a but, um, once you're in the swing of things, you're good to go. So let's see, Grooves Unlimited announced their shutdown on Thursday. And we have been doing nine to 12 hour filming days every single day since Friday. 
Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What day is today? Today is Tuesday. I'm starting to lose the days, you guys. It is. It has become Hollywood Studios over here at Grooves Unlimited. So very, very long filming days. Nothing wrong with that. Next is tips for pre-recorded content. Keep the videos short. A 60-minute dance class becomes a series of short videos that add up to 20 to 30 minutes of content total. Now here is why. It's, it has nothing to do with time. It has to do with the quality of online education. People are more likely to respond to the shorter videos and they will continue to move through the content. If the content is too long, they will drop off. So this has nothing to do with, you know, cutting back on how many minutes of education people have. That's not what it is. If they have a 60 minute weekly dance class live, it doesn't translate the same. Their child actually will disconnect from the material to do shorter and very directed material really is best. It is higher quality education. Remember, we cannot compare a live in studio experience with an online education. It's just different. Okay. Next is short videos, which I already talked about. Um, find a way to protect your information. Password protect your website pages. Embed Vimeo videos instead of unlisted YouTube links. If you do unlisted YouTube links, your, your stuff's getting shared all the way around. Um, if, you password, if you embed them on password protected pages, you have the ability to update that password as needed. Next is find a way to interact with your students live. So we are doing pre-recorded content at Grooves Unlimited, but we are also going to be doing live streaming events as well. So the bulk is going to be pre-recorded uh, so that we can provide that high quality, continuous educational experience for our families week after week after week. But we are also gonna be going live because we wanna see these kids and we wanna support them. We wanna see them, we wanna support them, we wanna give them corrections, we want to give them praise, we want to be there for them live. So we will have some live events. Next is Test your shots, test your shots, all right? Don't just set it up and then go teach a, a, you know, a 15 minute warm up and look at the video later, yes? Test all of your shots, set it up, take a look, go back behind the camera, oh, I need to move this over here, oh, this is out of focus, test everything. Just like we talked about testing your live platform, you need to test your filming of pre-recorded videos. And next is, Consider a way to drip your content out slowly. You don't wanna put everything out there all at once, okay? You wanna be able to give people regular updates on a, on a regular basis. Um, and again, that's up to you. Maybe what you want, maybe you are a freelance tap dance teacher and what you wanna do is record your two warmups, your three across the floors and your choreography right now and leave it at that and that is fine. Remember, everybody do the best that you can. Next. That is, hold on, I'm getting lost in my pages. All right, so that's tips for pre-recorded content. Now I'm going to give you tips for filming. First, avoid white noise. All right, so for example, we have um, subwoofers at the studio for our stereo. So when our teachers are breaking down choreography verbally with no music, we have to turn the subwoofer off because there's a fan in the subwoofer and it bleeds and it's white noise and it is terrible to have to listen to. So really try to avoid white noise. 
And also guys, remember I'm starting to dive into like some more technologically advanced things. Do not get discouraged if you don't have the ability to provide all of these things to your students or your families, do your best. But again, I did promise that I was going to discuss how to you know, get online for those who are not technologically savvy versus those who are very, very technologically savvy, okay? Let's see, make sure the lighting is good, okay? This right here, what I'm sitting in is not good lighting right now. Um, I'm in one of my empty studios with overhead lighting and we're going to go over the equipment that you can use. We've got great lighting um, over here. So if you have the ability, you know, if you have a team, if you have the funds, if you have the ability, go ahead and get yourself some lighting um, and we'll, we'll re make recommendations for that very soon. Next is use the angles that are most conducive to learning. Okay. Not everything is best taught from the front. Maybe it needs to be shot from the back. You know, we are doing a mix of videos that are being shot from the front and uh, videos that are being shot in the mirror. Okay, so typically when you're doing like a quick breakdown video for your students after class, I tell my students get my real feet and my mirror feet. I want you to see real Miss Hillary and mirror Miss Hillary. However, on pre-recorded content, that doesn't look clean. So we are shooting directly into the mirror so that when I raise my right hand, it is also the student's right hand. So make sure that you're checking in on your different angles and that they are conducive to learning. Next is high energy, high, high energy. Bump it up, you guys. These dancers need us. They need us. They need our excitement. They need our fun. We are here to serve them. We are arts educators and we know how to turn it on for them when they need it the most. And let me tell you right now, they need it. Who knows the conversations that people are having in their homes right now? Who knows, you know, the stress and anxiety that kids are absorbing from, from the other people around them. It's crazy right now. They need us. They need our love. They need our positivity. They need our leadership. All right. Next is cut the camera between takes. Don't just put the camera on a tripod and let it roll, all right? Because then what happens is you end up with a ginormous file that takes a very long time to upload, a very long time to cut, a very long time to export. So shoot your warm up, then cut the camera. Shoot your next thing, cut the camera. Shoot, cut the camera. Another thing is you're gonna want a slate in between, especially if you're a dance studio owner doing a lot of classes. Um, by, let's see, by Thursday, at Grooves Unlimited, we will have created over 450 videos. That's bananas, you guys. We are, we are pumping out videos like this. So we are slating. So slating is, for example, um, I have a whiteboard and I write the class number and I say warm up and I write week one and then I just hold it in front of the camera and then I drop it. So then I know exactly when all of these uh, videos are offloaded on, on my laptop, I know exactly what's happening. Next. Write a thorough shot list before you go into the studio. How many warm-ups do you need? Are you going across the floor? Are you doing new steps? I want you to think about every single piece of new content that you are about to create, create before you go in. Write it all out and then use it as a checklist and just check it off, check it off, check it off. You don't want to be saying to yourself, okay, I got to film this. Should I? Okay. Hmm. Maybe the Steve Condos warm-up would be a really good idea and then jump behind the camera and go do it. Pre-plan. Get everything written in advance. All right. Next is give yourself time to edit. Editing takes time. Filming takes time. 
editing takes time. And again, this is one of the challenges of pre-recorded content. It does take time. Next, don't use your phone unless you have to, okay? As a dance studio owner right now, I need my phone to be a phone. I really need my phone to be a phone right now. And so I cannot be filming on my phone and then giving somebody my phone to upload to their laptop. That's not going to work right now. So get a camera if you can. If you can't and you have to use your phone, no big. Again, do the best that you can do with what you have right now. If you do choose to film on your phone, you have to film horizontally, okay? By horizontal, this is vertical. You need to put your phone this way. If you don't put your phone this way, and you have to start it like this. Don't start here and say, oops, I did that wrong, and then put it like this. Don't do that. You will get lost, okay? What happens when you do that is it starts, and then all your videos go sideways like this. So don't fall, don't, don't fall to that, yeah? And David's jumping in the chat box here saying, yep, horizontal videos will not, or vertical videos will not work at all. All right, next. Let's talk about equipment for pre-recorded content. All right, so here we go. The replay of this webinar is going to be available at this link along with equipment. Now, guys, I'm also not done. We've got 13 minutes left here, and I have a list of additional tips for you. Right now, I'm just going to go through a list of uh, equipment that you can use and where you can find this list of equipment. All right. So I have a suggestion. Um, this is on itoponline.com slash replay. David, is this already up and running? Can you just type in? You just type in and let everybody know. All right, so let's see. I have a lighting kit that you can use. Um, I have a soft box diffuser that you can use. This is really like the higher quality pre-recorded content stuff. So don't stress. Only if you have the budget and the team and the means. Um, you're going to want to get SD cards, multiple SD cards, minimum 128 gigabyte SD cards. We're using 128 gig SD cards right now and we're swapping. So while I'm here filming, somebody is at home editing and then halfway through my filming day, they're going to come pick up this card and then I'm going to start working on a new card so they can go home and edit. And then we just keep rotating SD cards. You're also going to want to get a hard drive, an external hard drive to host all of your videos. Videos take up space, y'all. You need a hard drive. They cannot fit on your computer. And if you load everything onto your computer, it will get, um, it's going to slow down and get very overloaded. Next is a camera. Um, I'm just going to share the camera with you that I have. And that's a Sony Alpha A6400. I think it might be 6300. And that's a mirrorless camera. And I love it. It's great. Um, it's not a cheap camera, but again, if you have the resources and the ability and you're looking to invest in this for the potential long term, that is a killer, killer camera. I'm also going to recommend a smartphone tripod for those of you who a tripod holder for those of you who are going to be using your phone and then a, a tripod that you can get as well. So if you're going basics of basics, get yourself a tripod, get yourself a smartphone tripod holder and cut it right there. Okay. All right. Let me jump into the chat box real quick and start taking some questions before I do my final tips and tricks. All right. How are we doing you guys? Let me jump in here.
Generally speaking, how different do you find teaching via web to be teaching in person? It is entirely different. It is completely different. It is not the same, not the same at all. You have to speak slower. You have to speak clearer. You have to be very decisive about your words. And it's, it's about less is more. You know, when you're in the studio, you can be like, oh, wait, uh, I put that on the wrong foot. Let, let's go to the other side. You want to just be very decisive about what you're doing. So it's a, it's a totally different energy. And someone said, how do you manage the difference in energy and feedback from your students? I'm not sure what you mean by that. If you type in the chat box and clarify that question, I can answer it. People are saying iMovie is great. That's awesome. iMovie is great. I do not have a, an Apple computer. I use a Windows computer and I'm using Adobe Premiere Pro. That is professional grade editing software, um, but it's actually very, very easy to learn. I learned how to use the whole thing on YouTube. Do you recommend shorter classes for streaming as well? Yes, 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 yes. If you are streaming a class, I do not recommend streaming a 60 minute class. Make it shorter. Someone said, we plan on doing separate videos for different sections of class, warm up technique across the floor, combo and recital choreography. Perfect, that's exactly what we are doing. Ours is broken up and segmented so that it's very easy for kids to go through class on their own. Literally a parent can drop the iPad in front of their child and they will know to click the next thing because we told them to and it is in a linear format. David again reiterated, testing your shot is very important. It will save you loads of time. Test your shots, people. Don't do your shot and then look back at and say, ooh, I didn't do that right. Someone says, in addition to building a website, you can also use Dropbox or Vimeo as a source. All right, guys. If you have a, a website that you're building, do not load your videos directly to the website. You're going to need to load them to a third-party software, Vimeo, YouTube, anything else because if you load them directly to your website it will slow it down all right so you're going to want to load them to a different software and then you're going to embed them onto the website so it said we're all becoming youtube now, youtubers now y'all ain't it the truth ain't it the truth someone said phone is all i have no problem no problem work with what you got what type of camera for pre-recording David is sharing links here. And again, you can also go to itoponline.com slash replay. Vertical aspect videos are working great on Vimeo for my pre-recorded virtual lessons. Vertical videos cut off. That means you're only getting a third of your screen. That means all of this is cut off. But if you're finding that it's working for you, then I say go for it. Filming with an iPad, I would check the quality of your camera on your iPad. I don't have Apple products, so I don't know the quality of that. What is wrong with using your laptop camera? Nothing is wrong with, with using your laptop camera as long as it is high quality. Uh, chances are your laptop camera is lower quality than your cell phone. It can be very, very pixelated. It depends on uh, the type of laptop you have. So up to you. And some, um, some laptop cameras also flip you, right? So you, you have to double check that you're not teaching your choreography on the wrong side. All right, and remember guys, I have final tips and tricks here, so don't jump off yet, we're almost done. What is the best way to get links and information to your students, email or social media? I recommend doing email and maybe starting a private Facebook group. Let's see. 
I'm having to record at home on my tap board. There's not a lot of space, so I'm mainly recording feet. How much do you use full body shots for tap? So all of iTap Online has always been feet. I've always done feet specifically for iTap Online because, you know, for tap dance, that's really, that's really what you need. You need to see those feet. And there are a couple shots that I have on iTap Online where it's full body in the event, the event that you need it. For the dance studio though, at Grooves Unlimited, we are doing full body shots for everything. Let's see. Someone says in free Zoom account, it does offer an option to load recordings to your computer, just not the cloud, just put it on an external hard drive. Yes, perfect. Yep, exactly. Do I have any recommendations for what you can put on the floor to protect it for adult learners at home? Um, it depends. What type of, what style of dance are we going for here? If you guys need help finding portable flooring for tap dance, I have a fantastic Lost in the Shuffle tap dance podcast episode all about that. David can go ahead and link it here. And that's something you could send directly to your students. Let me see. Someone says, can't I just share my pre-recorded videos via email? You can, but that email will also get shared with other people. So that's up to you. It's just not as safe. Your information is not protected. Someone said, I did vertical for my ballet positions for littles. I needed taller to get arms. Uh, so you sacrifice the width, that's fine. Do what you gotta do, you know, for your individual style of dance, you know, for, for ballet, you gotta, you gotta go ahead and get those arms up in fifth. Absolutely, do what's best for you. Let's see, someone says my video can be too long to email. So you're gonna upload it to another platform and then you're gonna link from there. And David says videos uploaded to email would be too big and would most likely fail. However, you can share links to your videos via email. Awesome, and David shared the portable tap dance floors episode. All right, you guys, I'm gonna go ahead and do some final tips and tricks. Ready? Are we ready? How are we feeling? Type in the chat box and let me know how you're feeling. Are you feeling comfortable now? Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling a little bit less anxious than you felt this morning? Do you feel like you have the information that you need to be able to make good decisions for you and your students? I see a lot of people here saying that they are inspired, that they are motor motivated. Some people are overwhelmed and that is real, you guys. Someone said, great but tired. Listen, I feel you. <laughs> I absolutely feel you on that. Someone says nervous because of the tech. Listen, guys, this is the world that we're in. I don't want you to be scared of it. I want you to embrace it. This is awesome. How awesome is it that we get to continue our students' education, that we get to continue arts education? The world is stopping right now, but art education is not. What? Come on, you guys. This is amazing. No time like now to learn the tech. That's what somebody else said. That's right, y'all, no time like now. All right, here we go. I'm gonna give some final tips and tricks. First, my recommendation is that you start preparing now, all right? Do not wait until your schools close. So I cannot reiterate how quickly things moved for us. I mean, Monday, Tuesday, when, literally Wednesday night, we're having conversations with parents who are like, yeah, you know, things are getting a little crazy. Who knows where it's going to go, but we're good. Thursday, you know, all of a sudden we catch word of, you know, schools might close for a cleaning day. Then it turns into on Thursday, the schools are closed for a two week period. I got friends in California who started with a two week period and then it went to six, right? So that was Thursday. 
literally Wednesday night, I taught my classes, said, see you all tomorrow. And Thursday we had classes and then all of a sudden we go Friday morning completely shut down. So guys, please do not wait for your schools to close. Do not wait for your studios to close. That's first and foremost. It is going to happen and you're going to want to get on top of it right now. My next recommendation is do not extend your breaks. Don't say, all right, guys, um, we're going to get rid of spring break or we'll, we'll add on in the summer. We have no idea how long this is going to be. We really don't. This could be two weeks. This could be six. This could be three months. And if you start making promises of extending things instead of offering your students education now, you're going to run into a challenge. Um, my next recommendation is prepare for a six-week closure minimum. Even if the schools say two weeks, our schools out by us are currently still at two weeks. I'm preparing for six weeks minimum. Next is make this very simple for your students and your families. Keep in mind, they are getting 100 emails about online learning a day. They're overwhelmed. And if this feels stressful to them, they will drop. We want to make this very easy. I don't know about you guys, but I already know how every restaurant that I've ever gotten delivery from is handling this situation. I know how Fabletics is handling it, Old Navy, HelloFresh, literally everybody in the world that I ever gave my address to, I am getting emails from them. So are your families and your students. Make this very easy. Next, and this is very important. You need to tell your students why this is awesome and not why you are awesome. I can't reiterate this enough. Please do not go up there and tell them how amazing you guys are for, for giving them this education and you know, aren't we great and aren't we at the forefront of this? Guys, it is not about us right now. You need to tell them <coughs> why having continued access to online learning and education is awesome because it truly is. So make sure that your messaging is straight, all right? Next is don't sell to each other, all right? Everybody in the tap dance, this is mostly for the tap dance community, but I'm sure it applies to everybody else. Everybody is on the same, is, is on the same, you know, board right now. We're in the same position. Please do not sell to your friends. If you want to encourage your students to participate in your sessions and stuff like that, that's great. Go for those people, but let's, let's avoid selling to each other. Next is I recommend that you build on what you have. You have warm-ups, you have across the floor exercises, you have recital dances, you don't need to recreate. Take what you have. Take what you were planning on teaching next week and use that information. Another is remember that everyone is overwhelmed. You are, we are, they are, we're all overwhelmed. And that's okay. We're gonna get through this together, you guys. We really will. Next is make updates as feedback comes in, but wait it out first. All right, so if you launch your online platform and the first three emails you get are a family saying, this sucks, I wasn't able to get into it, blah, blah, blah. Wait it out before you shut down your website. Wait it out before you go and change the one thing that you put out to everybody. Just wait it out and then look at the feedback that comes in and then adjust. Even though I have been working in online education for the last four years, this is different. And we're going to put our stuff out there and we're going to see what we get back from families. Maybe they're going to want a little bit more live content. Maybe the live content was stressful for them. Who knows, right? There are a bunch of, you know, a bunch of different ways that this could go. Next is, let me see here. All right, two, two more reminders, you guys, and then I'll answer any other questions that you have. 
and then I have to get to filming here. Um, one thing is that I am not a one woman show. I have an amazing, amazing team that is helping me through this. And I have a lot of years of experience. Don't let comparisonitis get in the way of you bringing your education online, okay? I don't want you to get too overwhelmed. I don't want you to compare yourself to other people. And I don't want you to compare yourself, for example, to me, right? We all have different levels of experience with education, with technology. Don't go through the Facebook feeds and see what somebody else launched and compare it to your own and say, oh, why does theirs look better? Let's not get there, you guys. Let's put the blinders on. Once you make the decision that's best for you and for your studio and for your students and your family, blinders and stick with it. No comparisonitis, my friends. And my last reminder is that you guys have to take care of yourselves, all right? Even though I'm in here doing, you know, nine to 12 hour filming days and, and then editing all night when I get home, I am making sure that I am getting eight hours of sleep and that I am eating healthy food throughout the entire day. You have to take care of yourselves and you have to take care of your family. If you run down, what are we going to do? Right? So do everything that you can to take care of yourself. Sleep, eat, get off social media. If it's stressing you out, call a friend if you need some human connection. Okay. These are about to be some tough times we're about to go through and that's okay. You just have to take care of yourself. All right, so I'm going to answer any final questions that you have. For those of you who are logging off, thank you so much for taking the time today to check this out. I'm excited for you guys and for, you know, what this means for your students, that they're going to have continued access to online arts education. It is so, so important. It really is. All right. Let's do it. Let's answer some questions. Oh, and remember that this replay is going to be available. Okay. This will be available online for a replay. All right, let me scroll through here. Someone said they're excited and inspired. They hope they can share this with their studio owner. It would ease their mind. Absolutely, guys, please share this information. Someone says, very excited, can't wait to get back to teaching. I need it as much as my students do. Yeah, guys, we need each other right now. One step at a time, that's right. Someone says, I'm not catching David's links. Can you follow up with a list of links for floors and equipment lists, et cetera? Yes, itaponline.com slash replay. So someone's asking what time the replay goes live. It just takes a little bit of time for us to pull this down from the cloud and upload it. So you're gonna have to give us a couple hours. Next is, Yep, David says it will be an on-demand video that you can watch at any time, correct? Christine says, I had to close while out of the country. Not fun, but, you know, it's real and, and it happens. So let's, you know, we, we make the plans for how we move forward. People are understanding right now. Someone said, has anybody managed a recital after weeks of online only? I don't think anybody is there yet. Um, I understand, you know, my closest friend who is very uh like they're probably about a week ahead of me in all of this you know so like recitals aren't even in in the discussion right now let's see going through here someone says yes please we need to value our labor but stop selling to the rest of us who are all in this together absolutely we need to give each other right now we need to give to each other 
Absolutely, I agree. So it says, I've gotten so many positive emails about the new online instruction from dance families. That's amazing. Yeah, guys, they're really excited for this. I'm so glad that you guys are feeling some optimism and a positive attitude and just a new outlook on this. I want you to think about how exciting this opportunity is, okay? It really, it really is a beautiful opportunity that we're gonna be able to move forward with this. All right, so Lori's wondering about tuition. Um, you just have to focus on providing everybody with content that is equal to or surpassing the experience that they were receiving in your studio. Let's see. Someone says, one additional thing I found, I could set up a Google Classroom to sort content. It's aimed at more academic classes, but can be used to organize materials. Great, that's a beautiful suggestion. And guys, you can go ahead and join the ITAP Online Community Facebook group and we'll continue these conversations, okay? Jump into the ITAP Online Community Facebook group. I'm there, David's there, we got you, all right? Let's see. Still scrolling through here. Someone says, I have an adult tap class. Do you have any fun and interesting content ideas that would keep it interesting for them once we lose the group setting as they do it a lot for the social? Find ways to get them talking to each other. Find, find ways that they can all come on together, right? If I was talking um, to somebody today who has a ballroom studio and they were really concerned because, you know, it's ballroom, it's connection, it's physical. So maybe we start talking about different things. Maybe you come, you go live and you do a history session with them. Maybe you go live and you do some music theory. For those of you who are ITAP teachers who have gone through the 99 day ITAP online teacher training program, Go through the five fundamentals, a different fundamental every single week live on camera. Let's see. Somebody says, my families have been great with the closure. Definitely check your contracts for your recitals though. Guys, who knows where we're gonna be, you know? Who knows where we're, where we're gonna be uh, months from now. However, um, my team and I, you know, we have brainstormed very hard on all of the different options that we have for however long these closures are. So sit down with your teachers, with your friends, with whoever you consider to be a team member in your life and have those conversations. There's so many ways that we can do this, yeah? Let's see. Someone says you can always do a hybrid of classes, send out choreography for the students and then host a Zoom live meeting. Yeah, absolutely. We're gonna be doing a mix of pre-recorded content and live content. We're gonna do about 20, maybe, maybe like 15% uh, to 20% live content and the rest is gonna be pre-recorded. And someone says one day at a time is the best way to get through it right now. Truer words have never been spoken, my friends, one day at a time. This whole situation is changing by the hour, by the day, by the minute, you know? And we're all here to support each other. So again, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me today so that you can learn more about how to support your students from afar. You have my gratitude, you have my thanks, you have my hope, 
and my very, very best wishes. I wish you guys all the best in everything that we are facing right now. We truly can come together and we truly can continue arts education online. It is possible and it is doable and it is doable because of people like you, people like you who show up to learn more, who are dedicated to your students from afar. Your students are lucky to have somebody like you your parents and families, you know, at your studios are lucky to have somebody like you who cares so much about their child. And again, with adult students too, your students are lucky to have somebody like you to check in on them, to care about them and to bring them health, wellness, fitness, art, fun. They're very lucky. All right. This is a very beautiful, beautiful opportunity that we have in front of us. It is hard and it is scary and it's overwhelming, but it is also going to turn out to be beautiful some way, somehow. We're all gonna learn so much. We're gonna learn different ways that we can connect with each other, ways that we can support each other. So I want you to do what you can to focus on that for now, okay? Lots of love, you guys. I wish you all the best, truly, all the best as we take this on together, all right? Bye. All right, you guys, that's it for today. I hope that you found this information helpful. If you have any questions, you can always catch me in the ITOP Online Community Facebook group. To get there quickly, you can go to itoponlinecommunity.com and that link will redirect you into the Facebook group. Or you can just type ITOP Online Community in your Facebook app and it will direct you there. I love having the opportunity to connect directly with you guys, to help you out, to support you from afar in your tap dance journey with quick and easy access for new information. Okay. So hit me up with any questions and hopefully we will all be back to shuffling in the studio and together very, very soon. I wish you all the best. Stay safe and stay healthy.